Hello and welcome to PCB Chat. I'm Mike Buteau, President of the Printed Circuit Engineering Association. My guest today is Manny Marcano. He's the President and Founder of EMA Design Automation. EMA has for years been the exclusive distributor of ORCAD Cadence products in North America and also in Europe. Through acquisitions and internal development, EMA now has a series of its own software products for library management, component supply chain data, and other areas. And this year, EMA, or I guess it was just late last year, uh, EMA announced it would spin off those CAD agnostic products. So Manny, we have a lot to talk about today, but first I want to wish you a happy new year and welcome back to PCB Chat. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate being here. The last time we spoke on PCB Chat, EMA had just purchased Trilogic EDA. Now you are sharing what I think is an even bigger news story, the spinoff of your IP content and services offerings into this new subsidiary. You're calling this Accelerated Designs, which is also the name of the parts library business you acquired back in 2016. Let's unpack all this. First, you have developed numerous products over the years, all under the EMA logo. So why a separate company and why now? Well, it's a it's a great question, Mike. The you know I've been doing this a long time, as you know, and the the tools are are, are what they are. They they all have their their way to go to market and capabilities. But the real emphasis in the market, in my opinion, is not as so much technology as it is methodology. So it's more about how to get the job done than how many clicks or how efficient your router is. Those are all important, but. The, the grand vision is time to market, and that's what we're addressing with accelerated designs. It's all about getting it right the first time, shift left, instantiate the right part in the schematic so that it's, it's orderable and deliverable with the life cycle that you need at the procurement level. So it's really addressing the needs of the market, and it's not just one particular vendor market. Everybody's got the same problem. And this is, it's just something I've observed over the years, something we've addressed at EMA as far as selling a methodology versus tools. And I'm just taking that to the next level to be a, a supply chain provider and addressing time to market issues. Now, let's go through the list of all the properties that are included in the spinoff. I know that Ultra Librarian, which is your EDA library product, is prominent among this, but it goes beyond that, correct? Absolutely. So, you know, much credit goes to Frank Frank. We're old friends. And seven or eight years ago, we got together and we agreed to, to merge. And, and we started out with that library. And I found out very quickly that the library is not just for one vendor. It is, it is tool agnostic, right? So the, the BXL that Frank invented essentially is a, is a generic format that can go to any EDA tool. And that's pretty much the, the foundation of what we're doing. So from there, we're building an intelligent library. So you ultra librarian right now is a schematic symbol, a foot, PCB footprint and step models. But we're also starting to grow rapidly into the simulation models, intelligent models. This is the, to me, this is the baseband for the intelligence for NBSC or AI. So we're building that foundation as fast as we can. Well, when you do that, you have to look at what are the needs of other EDA users, right? So they have the same, exactly the same design requirements. They use the same parts. There's nothing 
unique about your library other than the specific format for your tool. So we, we grow from there into things like our component information portal that is a direct integration to people like DigiKey. So inside your schematic tool, you can look at the what's available in inventory at DigiKey and many other uh, distributors. Um, and then we also have an integration of silicon experts. So now you can get your geometries, your parametrics for that, that particular part number from D- DigiKey and obsolescence and lifecycle information via a silicon expert license. And all of that is shift left to the engineer at his desktop. And it's a pure productivity environment. And we believe that this is, this is the future. Was this something that the marketplace directly suggested you do? Or was it just your feeling that potential customers felt that you may have been too identified with one CAD vendor and it may have been holding back all the other products that EMA was offering? Well, absolutely. It was holding us back. So that was a driver to just expand to uh, being vendor agnostic. And were you kicking this around for a while or was this something that uh, you just kind of decided, you know what, we've got to do it and you put it into place? Because if I, if I know you, you know, for years, you, you have lots of ideas and visions and you, you really kind of think ahead. But when you make your, your mind up, bang, it's done. Well, hey, I appreciate that. But like most lessons in life, I learned the hard way. So, <laughs> you know, specifically on the library issue, you know, we, I lost a big deal because we didn't have a library. And it wasn't about my schematics better than their schematic or anything. The other vendor had a library and I didn't. And literally, that was a, a pretty, pretty big bump in the road. And that's when I reached out to Frank and we did our deal. And that's what, so that, less, that hard lesson is what taught me to or convinced me to move forward. But over the last five years or so, it's we've been selling methodology. We've been selling solutions. We have lots of multi lots of multinationals that have multiple EDA systems that need to talk to each other, right? So a common library for a global account, I think is, well, it is, it's, this is what customers teach us, right? So, you know, I guess a, a better answer would be, uh, again, learning the hard way. Our customers say, this is what I need. We just address the need. Join the electronics industry at PCB East 2024 coming to the Boston suburbs June 4th to 7th. The conference will feature more than 75 hours of in-depth electronics engineering training for every level of experience from novice to expert. Rick Hartley, Susie Webb, Thomas Chester, and Zach Peterson are among the headliners of this year's conference. The scope of classes ranges from basics on design engineering and circuit grounding, DDR5 routing, SMT equipment validation, medical wearable device compliance, controlling noise and EMI, and AI and electronics, among many others. Registration is now open for both the technical conference and the exhibition at PCBEast.com. Who will make up the management of accelerated designs? Well, that's a work in progress, right? <laughs> so we're not, uh, we're not um, venture funded or private equity. It's all we're just doing it the old-fashioned way. So a little, little bite at a time. I'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting, and you know, I, I borrow staff from EMA now and then. It just will e- eventually evolve to getting some degree of funding either from customers or 
outside, but you know, it's a, it's a slow work in progress. I imagine your bookkeepers must not be happy with you right now. That's why I travel more. <laughs> now, as I understand it, there's a distribution agreement with Accelerated Designs as well. How will that work? Well, what we're looking at, as, as you pointed out earlier, we do have a, a vast network of EMA subvars, if you will. I merged with Flowcat a couple of years ago, so I, I have my own entity in Europe. So we've got the UK, Ireland, South America, India, and so on. And Accelerated will be available to all of those folks, depending on what their areas of interest are. And if, they're, if that particular team isn't specifically interested in that strategy, we can still sell it directly ourselves, right? So we've got the capacity to, to build our, we've already built an e-commerce platform worldwide, and we have a network of people that can sell and support these products anywhere. We've got well over 250,000 registered users of of Ultra Librarian alone worldwide. So we've got a, a hell of a good base to build on. And, you know, I don't know if you feel comfortable addressing this, but does the library tend to act as a, uh, um, as a pull through for the CAD tool or is it usually the other way around? It really is a pull through for the CAD tool, right? The better your methodology, the better um, pristine your library is, the better your CAD tool is going to behave. Right. So, you know, we're, we go through these exercises with a customer where they want to import all their legacy library into the new CAD system. It's like you don't want to do that. We explain to them it's it's hazardous because you're bringing in garbage. You know, some of these obsolete parts there in the thousands, you still have to maintain that library. So our initial pass is to help the customer understand to cleanse the library, get it in the format you need for your tool. And now you have a pristine library to move forward. And that's very applicable to multinationals that have five different geographic locations, five different libraries. You've got to be able to converge that to one corporate library. And it's for lots of good reasons, not the least of which is economies of scale. What was Cadence's reaction to all this? I think they're in generally very supportive of it. Um, I think... They've even mentioned some different strategies of their own that are, you know, for example, the, the Autodesk play, you know, they see the need to be more agnostic than just a monolith of technology. And are there other areas um, to this where uh, you see that you can kind of build off of the new subsidiary? Absolutely. And simulation is probably the biggest one. So we're, we're also at Sovar. We're selling... Uh, the, the simulation products from them. And most vendors say, here's your simulator, but you're on your own for your content, your, your uh, models. So we're, we're aggressively pursuing aggregating vendor approved models so that we can go and sell the, the simulators an engine, but the engine's useless without the fuel. So the library becomes the fuel. And if you don't have simulation models that there will be piece bytes, uh, IBIS models or thermal models, even to the extent of RF models for uh, AWR. You've got to have all that stuff tied in if you want to have an efficient system. So all this stuff is available, but an engineer spends an inordinate amount of time searching websites for a model. So just like in UL, they could search millions and millions of parts and get the one they want. 
But now I want to have the extension of that simulation model being attached to it. And you and I talked uh, late last year. Uh, you know, I'd reached out to you um, just to address some of the uh, the market trends in the EDA industry, which has been growing quarter after quarter now for you know, you know more than six years. Um, there's only been three down quarters over an extended period of time. And you know, I'd reached out to you to get your opinions on some of this. Uh, now that the Consumer Electronics Show is just wrapping up, and you see some of the products that are coming out of there with transparent TVs and things like that, uh, you know, I want to just revisit that conversation for folks who may have seen the written piece, but you know, uh, or may not have seen the written piece. The gist of it was is that you know, you see with with IoT, medical wearables, and and uh, with some of the ADAS and electric vehicles, you know, all sorts of of products out there that are driving the, the marketplace and are very optimistic about what the future holds for uh, electronic design. Is that a fair recap? I think it's an understatement. Everything is going to be electrified. There is no, there is no end to it. I mean, when you look at wearables and whether it's EVs or any level of, of uh, technology, everything is going to be electrified. And, and no matter how fancy or how leading edge your chip is, you know, the, the saying in the Navy is chips don't float. Without a board, you, what are you going to do with your chip, right? So whether it's a reference design or production design, it's got to go on a board. And the board may be something that's implanted in your body, but it's still a printed circuit board of, of some extent. So there's no end to it. Let me just ask this. You know, I know that uh, uh, distribution channels, um, that their data are reported into uh, semi, which kind of consolidates all this information for the ESD Alliance and publishes it each quarter on the you know, for the EDA market. Um, so all your sales on the ORCAD side would already be included as part of uh, like in all likelihood Cadence's contribution. But uh, do you, will you do you or would you report out um, you know the sales from Accelerated Designs as well, or is that just something you keep to yourself? I'd probably be just between you and I. Okay. Well, this is all exciting news. Um, anything else you want to uh, share with our listeners, your expectations for 2024? I think 2024 is going to be absolute chaos. <laughs> but, you know, in our mainstream world, there is no end to the opportunities. And really the key is our ability to execute and reach out and find those folks in pain. And uh, we just are doing the best we can. And I do want to take advantage of this moment to announce that Accelerated Designs will be hosting the PCA New England chapter kickoff meeting on May 2nd and uh, actually providing uh, one of the speakers uh, at their uh, facility in Andover, Massachusetts. So we'll have uh, more on that on our website. Please stay tuned to watch for that. Manny, before we wrap up, anything else you want to add? No, I just want to mention that you know, I appreciate your support for all these years. You know, it's it's been a great ride. It's got uh, ups and downs, but most of the time we're we're doing well. And you know, I'm just always the optimist. I just see lots of upside for everything we're doing. Well, thank you, Manny. And that wraps this edition of PCB Chat. I want to thank my guest, Manny Marcano, the president and founder of EMA Design Automation. For PCB Chat, this is Mike Buto. Have a nice day. <laughs>